welcome to the first ever episode of Let's Talk Cricket podcast and we are going to discuss about the performance of the teams in this year's IPL edition so far. Joining with me is the host is Anson Dias. Uh, hello Anson. First of all tell me how are you and how are your experience been in the last 3 weeks? Hey Devang, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, I'm all good. Hope you're fine as well. It's been a long awaited IPL this year and a bit different cuz it's not in the summer usually. and most importantly is being played without the fans which takes out most of the excitement nonetheless the artificial crowd noise will do for now given the current situation and yeah as you said it's been an ent- entertaining 3 weeks now with some really interesting close games which have gone down to the wire i feel this has been a more evenly contested ipl mainly because we have neutral venues in the uae and this has taken away the home advantage which teams usually enjoyed playing back in india and uh, this season we have seen the best teams on paper which are currently in the top 4 so still a long way to go tables can turn so without any more further ado i would like to introduce our other members for this podcast uh vedan norona tresna menezes raj ramani rail malgaonkar and weldon dais over to you devang Yeah so <clears throat> the first team I would like to bring up I would like to talk first is the team which has shocked every one of us uh, the, the the way they played their game is in the brand of cricket they've been playing over the past uh, seasons and obviously you might have guessed which team I'm talking about it's CSK so mm, I think this year has been kind of unusual for CSK because they are used to getting off to a good start but uh, there's a lot of reasons why this could have happened uh, i wouldn't want to single it out to the ground because being an international team with, uh, with with international players they should be able to accustom to any kind of ground and any kind of uh, pitch so that definitely not an excuse i think uh, they have not found their right mix yet and the thing is uh, we have seen them something very uncharacteristic of uh, csk that they have uh, changed a couple of player early on which they usually don't do generally so this has been one area where they have uh, not shown any certainty but uh, even though they are losing with the current squad that they are playing right now i think it's too late to make any further changes and they are playing with their best 11 so the ideal strategy for them now is to make sure that all the ba- all the players play according to the role they have and uh, outperform what they have been doing right now and uh, make it work yeah so but about the finishing batsmen so the kedar jadhav is uh not batting with the strike rate they actually require yeah uh the thing is uh, with kedar jadhav he is not a batsman who can hit from the word go he has to settle himself so in an innings when they are chasing and if they lose two early wickets early on i think that kedar has a slot and he can play early on if if they lose two wickets so that he has time to get set but as they go towards the end of the innings and if uh, a wicket falls and they have to bring in a new batsman i think bravo would be a better choice because he's more accustomed and he has played uh, the cpl quite well so uh, you have to back your senior players and the players who have actually performed before to score something so i i think jadhav if at all he plays he should remain in the squad i don't think there's any other option better than him but uh, if he plays he has to play early on when he has to anchor the innings or uh, we have to bring in bravo towards the end yeah i think bravo should get some promotion but what about imran tahir is he fit is he uh, will he be a real danger to the other uh, team no playing. i don't think he has a place in the squad right now because uh, the four foreign players that are playing right now are playing quite well and uh, they do not need to be replaced so there's no need to bring tahir now and uh, i think kan sharma and uh, 
what do you call that? Uh, Kanchan and uh, Jadeja as the two spinners will be enough. Right now, we are not even seeing Jadeja being used, so it's fine with the one spinner. And I think Kanchan will do a good job with some time. He already performed well in his first match, so there is hope from him at least. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. So, yeah. so the next team which we are going to move on is uh, Kings Eleven Punjab. Uh, seen, they're a good team. They have good batsmen. They have good openers. They have good bowlers as well. But they seem to have some problem with individual individualism. Weldon, can you like uh, take us through that? Yeah. Hi, Devang. No, I wouldn't say they actually have a problem with individualism, because uh, you know cricket's a team sport. I don't think any player is really focused on himself. they are all trying to put in an effort towards the team but punjab has just not found uh, you know their ideal playing 11 like you know some of the big names like maxwell he's not uh, played to his standard is not played to what the, everyone was expecting for, uh, for him i think the price that he was bought for that is creating a huge pressure on him not really sure what is the problem but i think they need to replace him for now maybe give uh, gale a chance make uh, agrawal play down the order plus their indian batting lineup besides kl rahul and agrawal uh, there is no one who's consistent who's you know performing for the team yeah yeah the only good star points i can say is ravi bishnoi amazing player yeah good season for him up to now and kl rahul in uh, opening but if kl rahul and agrawal does not score then the team is always in trouble Yeah, so we don't think that KL Rahul has been left alone while he's fielding. You know, the bowlers aren't giving him much support that he needs. So I wouldn't uh, say KL Rahul's left alone. It's the bowling unit is. You know, I think they need to do something about it because uh, right now, uh, as you know, Sheldon Cottrell, he played a few good innings, but for the last two games, he has not picked up a single wicket. Been quite expensive. So maybe they should, uh, you know, try to rip, like uh, Akshadeep Nath. He was uh, very sorry. What's Akshadeep Singh, Singh, Akshadeep Singh, yeah. Akshadeep Singh, yeah. Uh, he was pretty good in the last game. Maybe he, uh, they should, uh, you know, utilize him for the death overs and try to replace Cottrell with an Indian pacer, which I'm sure they have in the team. Uh, maybe Krishnam Gautam can, you know, replace Cottrell maybe for a little spin instead. Correct. Yeah, so the KXIP have been mostly been the bottom four in the last in the past seasons but i've been personally flabbergasted with the cricket they've been playing this year because the 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 kind of players they have on paper uh yeah so let's move on to uh anson yeah thanks devang yeah our next question going to one of rcb's most ro- loyal fans tresna menezes so tresna as of now rcb are currently on the fifth position on the table having played 5 matches and winning 3 out of which one was the super over so if you had to summarize their five games what do you have to say about the start they have had this season yeah as we all know rcb has had a great start this season which is not something we usually see for rcb in, uh, during the when, whenever the season starts um so as the royal challengers bangalore look to arrest their slump over the last 3 years they have assembled a team that looks uh, more balanced than the one from last season they've had a new head coach and a new director that is simon catech as the head coach mike hessen as the director and i think we can already see that things are a bit different this time around in the past rcb had good openers with the likes of chris gale but over the last couple of years uh, when they released him they didn't really find the ideal opening pair but i believe this year they have finally got it right 
Devdut Padikal and Aaron Finch. How good has Devdut been? He has scored 350 plus scores in in five matches already. He's shown a lot of intent and has great confidence. Aaron Finch himself has played a couple of good innings. Um, so the top order with Virat looks solid. Virat himself took three games to come into form, but he is back. Yeah, yeah, coming back, coming back to form in the previous game. So some good days for RCB. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and now when we come back to the middle order, AB De Villiers, he's playing his natural game. Uh, so far, he's the highest run scorer for RCB this season. Uh, we have also been surprised by Shivam Dubey with the bat as well as with the ball. He's been hitting sixes and also picking up wickets. Um, Washington Sundar has been outstanding with his bowling economy. He went for just three runs in an three runs per over against Mumbai, where the ground saw 400 runs that night. Talking about Washington Sundar, he usually bowls in the power play, so having a good economy rate is really important for a bowler bowling in the first six overs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But but usually you see uh, in this power plays, if a bowler doesn't bowl well or bowl you know uh, properly consistently, then he can also get whacked in the power play. I mean, power play is all about whacking, right? So going for such a low economy in the power play is also pretty impressive. Yeah. So um, coming up to Navdeep Saini is a great pacer. He has real talent, and he did superbly in the super over against Mumbai by only conceding seven runs. Then we have. We have Chahal too. He's been superb. He's getting plenty of wickets. He is Virat's go-to man for picking wickets, and he is also in contention for the purple cap. So far, so far, I would say that almost every RCB player has had at least two good games, which is not something we could have said last year or the year before. All the weight used to be on Virat's and AB's shoulders, but not this year. Um, I would like to say by that uh, by having won three out of their first four games, uh, RCB had a splendid start. And I really hope to see them make the playoffs and hopefully win the title. Okay, that's it. Yeah, thank you, Tresna. So my next question goes out to Rahil Malgaonkar uh, on his team, Kolkata Knight Riders. Actually, you're supposed to ask Raj, right, about RCB only, uh, about the, uh, the decisions which RCB took. This was the most impressive decisions. So I think Raj wanted to okay, say something okay. about that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, thanks, Devang, for. putting for that question before me so uh, talking about what good things rcb did this time uh, for starters like tresnar has already mentioned uh, they roped in uh, mike hassan and seman katich who are uh, two great cricketing minds previously uh, for the past few seasons uh, rcb never had that great think tank a uh, few years back we had alan donald who uh, and after that we had daniel vitori who always had some sort of you can say a bias towards their own countrymen for example uh, i remember uh, alan donald picking tabrai shamsi who is uh, even now uh, not that great of a spinner as a replacement and uh, daniel vitori had replaced uh, had got in cory anderson as a replacement for nathan kultan nail which is not at all a like for like replacement so that was like a bit of a bias towards their own countrymen after that we had seen gary kustan who had a successful uh, run with india who even won world cup in 2011 as the head coach but however he had uh, he has had no success with rcb and i would attribute it uh, to the fact that maybe he is not that great of a coach for t20 and maybe the fact that uh, he couldn't do much because the team was already picked 
having said that uh, after mike hassan and uh, simon katich were picked as the uh, in the management all their decisions so far have been spot on right from dropping all the overseas players who were non performing or who could have uh, who could have who were very costly for rcb like shimron hatmayer even though he is a good player he he, they, he was dropped only because he would have eaten five crores from the purse of rcb going into the auction and even after dropping all those players they dropped six overseas players and after that they picked very good six overseas players as their replacement if you compare the eight overseas players of rcb this year to the uh, eight overseas players of rcb in the previous years you will find that difference clearly and the main problem which rcb always had is death bowling in this auctions even though people may feel that they did not address it they did address it by picking morris who has uh, one of the lowest economies in ipl uh, just second to jaspreet bumrah and isuru udana who is like a dark horse and even though he has not been that great but he has been consistent and he has been bowling smart deliveries uh, smart slower ones and uh, wide wide bowls and he is also known to be that specialist and having said that uh, there was no better options in the auction available so they did try to fix that and even after that one more uh, very good decision which is again a controversial decision uh, i would like to say they did was letting ab keep the wickets yeah that was the like uh, the most uh, controversial you can say but about game changing decision yeah you know just to keep him close to the bowlers yeah yeah it is very important to bring about balance in the team because parthiv patel even though he was the third highest wicket uh, third highest scorer in the last season he is not that explosive opener compared to devdat padikal who has been fabulous this season and there is no other keeping option in the playing 11 except for joshua philip who is a overseas player and i feel he though he is a very good future prospect at the moment he is raw and he needs some time to improve and get back so that he deserves one of the four overseas players in the playing 11 so he has not reached there so far he will soon reach so abd villiers unfortunately has to take the burden of keeping the wickets so yeah that, that those are the two main decisions which i loved about rcb second one being abd villiers keeping the wickets so my next question going out to rahil malgaonkar on the kolkata night riders So Rahil welcome to the discussion. So the first question that I would like to ask you about is what do you have to say about the captaincy issue of Kolkata? I think uh, since Dinesh Karthik is the captain he's he's always uh, he's always uh, not found the ideal uh, batting lineup. Uh, st- st- I mean right from the start. I think uh, he's always confused with his middle order. Uh, but what i feel is the main problem was sending narayan uh, you know to open the bat uh, i think now they have sorted the issue they have tripathi in i think shubnam gill tripathi and number 4 uh, rana uh, number 5 will be morgan and 6 will be dinesh uh, karthik itself i think that's a very good batting order okay so talking about your batting order what do you feel where ideally should andre russell be batting i think andre russell uh, should should bat after the after 10 overs because before that if he comes and if he gets out it's it's kk's loss i think he bats really good after 10 overs and i think uh, he should he should be out there after 10 overs i think number number 5 or number 
will be an ideal spot for him okay so we are done talking about the batting so now talking about kkr's bowling which has been really impressive with the young pacers kamlesh nagarkoti and shivam mavi so what are your views on that i think uh, talking about the fast bowlers they are completely reliant on the young pacers uh, someone like shivam mavi and kamlesh nagarkoti i think they are phenomenal uh, and talking about pat cummins uh, for the, for when i was watching the auctions uh, i thought kkr has made a silly decision by you know um getting pat cumin instead of uh, going for chris morris but now i think it's a right choice because uh, pat cumin is also doing you know very well with the bat and i think it brings a very good balance to the side as as he's batting very really nicely and uh, you know australians always they are handy with the bat so i i i personally feel like uh, you know he's a ideal uh, you know all rounder for them he's playing a part of an ideal all rounder right now Yeah, correct. So your pace department has been sorted out in bowling. What do you have to say about the spinners? Maybe somebody like a Kuldeep Yadav. Um, I think Kuldeep Yadav is not in his best form. So I think uh, Chakravarti is really good, a mystery spinner. And um, you know we have someone like Sunil Narayan who's always been consistent for KKR uh, for years. I think uh, we have two spinners. If we want a part timer, we can we can get uh, Nitesh Rana in. and if if it's a spinning pitch you can you know leave a fast bowler someone like um, mavi can be dropped and can we can bring kuldeep uh, yadav only only if the pitch is you know good for the spinners so i think it's a very well balanced side right now um, only the first match i think they they didn't have a good side because they took nikhil naik someone like nikhil naik or you know they took someone like uh, sandeep warrior rather than having uh, rahul tripathi they could have taken rahul tripathi instead of uh, nikhil naik and uh, opted for kamlesh nagar gopi so i think right now they have a very good balance side and i think uh, they should they should do well okay okay fair enough rahul so my next question going to devang himself on the mumbai indians devang it's been a good start to the ipl after losing our previous five games in the uae so what do you have to say about that see uh, the way mumbai has played this season it's all about teamwork right i mean there's not a, there's not one player that has been like dependent upon there's not like the mumbai hasn't been dependent on just one player it's like different players are stepping up at given situations it's all about teamwork when it comes to mumbai indians and uh, you know when ishan kishan plays a ni- brilliant 99 against rcb you know when rcb there was no need for them to you know uh, just give away so many runs and get it to the super over they should have just finished it off and just defended off easily but the way ishan kishan batted brilliant 99 and the way uh, karen pollard is batting the way the cameos of hardik pandya and the way uh, krunal pandya 20 of 4 i mean he he just come out to bat and just smack 20 of 4 in the last over i mean the pandya batting, brothers have really been handy for us really they've really been handy and uh, they're batting they're bowling as well i mean the top bowlers i mean the the best bowlers on paper are doing the job for mumbai indians now as well bold and bumrah and even james pattinson with the absence of nathan kuntal nayar yeah james patton was actually a surprise exactly we actually were looking for a foreign spinner but then picking up pattinson was an actual surprise but yeah. he's proving out to be a really good pick for mumbai really good in the bat as well he's handy with the bat as well so uh, and i think all departments are covered right the fielding has been terrific surya kumar yadav with gali is terrific and ishan kishan the diving catch and then karen pollard at the boundary all these fielders uh, all these bowlers and batsmen they're really 
adding the balance to the team and the one thing i think we lack is uh, a proper spin attack with rahul chahar he's been bowling well but kunal pandya i think he's just going for more a defensive approach than going for wickets like uh, instead of going attacking he's going a little bit of defensive he's been bowling a little bit wide to attacking batsmen so i think spin attack is the one thing which we miss a lot okay devang over to you now yeah so the next team i want to talk about is uh, delhi capitals i mean what a team filled with young talent and uh, uh, rahil what do you want to say about delhi i think after mumbai indians uh, the toughest team we have out there is delhi capitals uh, but the only thing about delhi capitals well i have to say is i, I don't i shouldn't be saying this but uh, they have been unlucky always right from the start they you know starting of the tournament uh, starting of the ipl they had someone like gautam gambhir and bowlers like uh, glen megrad but they 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 qualified for the playoffs but end up losing so i think um, they always have a really good side i think they should do well for the playoffs uh, right now you know getting in andre um, andrech nodji it's a very good decision and it's been playing very nice uh, instead of chris wokes uh so it was a very good decision so i think yeah, so very well balanced and even talking about the indian fast bowlers they have someone like avesh khan then ishan sharma superb side yeah so next team is rajasthan which i want to like talk about uh yeah this so they started so well and as in in charger i mean samson smith and even tewatia they just played around with the bowlers but as soon as they got out of sharja the performance you know literally went down and they started degrading though they are winning today but uh, raj what would you like to say about uh, the way rajasthan started and the way they are playing now uh, yeah <laughs> i would like to just correct yeah. you in that they are not winning today they lost today's match <laughs> oh yeah but, sorry sir um, yeah they lost 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 yeah my bad yeah i was just following the score and just yeah. now their last wicket fell yeah so talking about that uh, it was always evident right from the auctions were done that rr rajasthan royals was uh, on paper the weakest team uh, though they have like a four quality overseas players uh, in their side but they uh, i feel the other players other 11 players are not that great uh, they have butler they have jofra archer who are their two best players and they have ben stokes who is a quality all-rounder and the fourth overseas spot which has been given to steve smith as the captain i think it has been primarily given to him because of his captaincy record in ipl which has been quite good however uh, if you see steve smith's uh, records in t20 it is not that good nothing to boast about in there so mostly it has been uh, done based on his test form so based on his test reputation he has been uh, people consider him to be a good t20 batsman as well so that is one of the major reasons he has been picked uh, but having said that other than that their uh, indian players are not that great of quality except for samson even he has been poor apart from the two brilliant sharja performances yeah. on the small ground uh hmm. not to not not to take anything away from him but after that he has been very poor and even in today's match he he, was, he has been pretty bad yeah. uh so and the and one other big flaw in their auctioning was they picked many overseas fast bowlers and i don't hmm. understand for what and that flaw uh that mistake of theirs cost them when josh butler missed their first game 
so yeah. when you when your overseas opener misses the misses the game you should have a overseas backup opener or at least overseas uh, batsman top order batsman who can replace him but they found themselves in a position where they had only david miller as a batsman who could replace him who is primarily a middle order or a lower middle order batsman who has not been in that great form and the other options which they could replace him with were all bowlers which is andrew tai tom karan and uh, oshen thomas so they picked tom karan who is primarily a middle order batsman however that didn't cost them much because of the because of uh, samson and because smith's performances in sharja but however now because of their uh, th- apart from those two matches they are now paying for their flawed strategies in auction and having a bad team on paper uh, many many people i have seen many people after two games they were rating rajasthan as a team to beat this season but i always maintained my stance that after they come out from sharja their performance will be their real performance and that is what has been happening now yeah it was too early to say ben stokes yes it was too early to say and hopefully when ben stokes joins now the things will be better for them because he is he he brings about uh, four overs of uh, bowling as well as batting and he's a reliable middle order batsman and if he has a good season like he had for rising pune super giants it would be great for them i wouldn't say expect a miracle from from him but you can expect better things for rr once he joins them correct yeah so yeah now what would anson yeah so the last team on the list is sunrisers hyderabad so my question going out to tresna tresna what do you have to say about srh and their dependence mainly on david warner and johnny besto as their openers Yeah well it's pretty evident that Sunrisers Hyderabad are very dependent on their opening partnership. Uh Sunrisers Hyderabad has always been a very top heavy team especially in this IPL. They are super top heavy. Um like look at yesterday. Uh Johnny Besto and David Warner they are actually in pretty good form. They they broke the record for the highest opening partnership in IPL. Johnny Besto and David Warner shared a 185 run partnership for the first wicket. surpassing mm-hmm. the previous record of 184 held by chris lynn and gautam gambhir in 2017 so they beat that record by one run um they have been in excellent form uh, i mean uh, we all know david warner is a big hitter he can he can yeah. score many runs um but yesterday johnny besto announced himself as as a good batsman as a good opener uh, he wasn't really a big name going into the ipl last year after getting uh, unsold in the previous editions auction uh, but in the 12th edition uh, hyderabad seemed interested in the english wicketkeeper batsman they were engaging in a mini bidding war with punjab and they finally got yeah. best for, for hyderabad um now let's take a look at their team uh, like i said they are a very top heavy team they've got some great um, foreign players they've got david bonner they've got chony uh, pesto they've got kane williamson I mean, you can't leave any of these players out. Rashid so, Khan. Exactly. So, like, yeah. There you got it. You got the four players, and then what about the rest? You can't. You can't take Mohammad Nabi. He's a great bowler too, but you can't take him. Hmm. Um, this is a super top-heavy team. Uh, because see, once, see what happened yesterday. Once David Warner, once um, Johnny Besto, Kane Williamson got out. Then came in Manish Pandey. I mean, he's a great batsman. He he he's in good form. Yeah. But even if he gets out, then there's literally no other batting left. There's, yeah. there's all young there's youngsters everywhere and um 
and uh, now we got the news of uh, bhuvneshwar kumar and that's a huge blow to them because he was their key their main uh, bowler and uh, now they have to depend on all the youngsters like but actually look at nataranjan he's been bowling really well he's bowling really good yorkers yeah. and i think the others can you know learn from him but i feel like this side is just not that strong on paper it's just a top heavy side correct yeah thank you trishna now over to devang yeah so the last question for today's uh, podcast is to rahil uh, rahil which of the youngsters have you that have played this season have raised your eyebrows or uh, the whole tournament or any specific team no the whole tournament this I season i think uh, uh, padikal specifically this season because um, rest of the youngsters someone like um, shubnam gil they have been cons- i mean they have been performing and people know them you know they have some potential but this year i think uh, devdat padikal has been really good and uh, i think he he will be a very good 50 over cricketer because he has the ability to you know get set and play really good shots and i think yeah he will be a very good opener as a left hander and we need uh, for india at least we need a, a very nice left handed batsman Since we only left-hander. have uh, right-handers right now, someone like Subman, Subman Gil, uh, Prithvi yeah. Shaw, but no one has come. I mean, no, no left-hander has come. So he's a he's a very good uh, player. And what about what about your team's uh, KKR's uh, two main fast bowlers, which uh, the KKR is relying on Shivam Mavi and uh, Nagar Koti? Yeah, at the start of the tournament, even they've been the main bowlers. Okay, they should have opted for. at least one uh, indian i mean experienced indian pacer but uh, i think you can be reliant yeah. on these people because they have shown great potential yeah. in the under 19 um, and uh, talking about kamlesh nagar goti uh, he's he they are considering i don't know why they are considering him as a all rounder but i i feel he's a very good fielder also and that's another advantage and yes awesome pace so uh, yeah. yeah, he'll, he'll be really good yeah Yeah, and uh, about the speaking about the spinners, I mean Ravi Bishnoi has been, done so well in the final yeah. against Bangladesh in Under-19 yeah. World Cup, and he's been bowling well against uh, big batsmen in the IPL. So, what do you think about him? Um, I think this is a bit uh, too much to say, but uh, when when I saw him uh, in the Under-19, yeah. um, I I thought that he's the next Rashid Khan. But uh, there are a lot of years now, mm-hmm. many many more years to come, and, and I yeah. think he's going to improve a lot. And yes, um, he's he's really good man. Uh, he can he can ball those googly yeah. like like uh, Rashid Khan. Correct. We have all seen him in the under nineteen yeah. World Cup and 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 uh, this year last year's under nineteen there were only three players. I think uh, Jaiswal, mm. Bishnoi, and Karthik Tiagi. And I think yeah, uh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're really good. Yeah. And uh, looking at India's. Uh, Condition as a finisher. I mean, after after Dhoni is retired, India will be looking, will be on a search for a good finisher. So, among the youngsters, who do you think will be the best fit for the, a proper Indian uh, finisher? The problem about Indian team is that um, we we all have talented players. We have world class players. But the thing is, 
Indian top three orders has has been booked. You can't replace Rohit Sharma. You can't replace mm-hmm. Virat Kohli. Uh, you no. can think about replacing yeah. Shikhar Dhawan, but Shikhar Dhawan has played for us yeah. in the important, um, I mean, for for World Cup, for ICC events. You know, he he has scored hundreds over there. Mm. So you can't just think of uh, replacing them. So if you, I, I know we have a lot of um, good players like Prithvi Shaw, Shubham Gill, but you, you you just can't get them and tell them to yeah. write at number four because they they can't show their game at number four or number five. Um, you you need someone like uh, Suresh mm. Raina over there, or someone like Yusuf Pathan. Uh, mm. Even these players haven't yeah. been so consistent, but still, you know, we need we need that player. Yeah. You can't just uh, get a top order batsman. Yeah, we need that approach. Yeah, yeah. You, you you can't just get a top order batsman yeah. and get him at number five because right now the kind Correct. of batsman we are searching, I think, is uh, we are want a batsman uh, replacing Kedar Jadhav. Uh, so. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I I think Nitish Rana should you know play that part. He'll be very very good over there because hmm. there are players like Shubham Gill, uh, Sanju Samson, but I don't think these people should bat at number five or number six. Yeah. Okay. So and and the main the main question is about uh, Rishabh Pant. I mean, how has his game changed from last two years? I mean, his strike rate has gone down. The, his his natural game has completely washed off. Uh, see, the thing about Rishabh Pant is. Uh, He's been good in the test, no doubt. He's been really good in the uh, test yeah. overseas, yeah. especially in Australia. He has scored about two centuries, I guess, if I'm not wrong. But yeah. what I feel is, yeah, yeah. But what what I feel is, in the one days, uh, it could have given Sanju Samson chance. But but now I think KL Rahul mm. is there. But uh, you need an alternate keeper, right? So I think you can opt for Sanju Samson. But the question comes in: Where will he bat if Rahul gets injured? Uh, that's the only question. So, but but re- talking about Rishabh Pant, I think he's um, honestly speaking, he's been immature for India. He's not been playing as expected. Yeah. Um, he has only, I think, scored once, yeah. um, once or twice, and especially for T Twenty, he hasn't been consistent yeah. at all. He has an average of uh, twenty. Yeah. At this age, has been getting a lot of expectations exactly, from exactly, everyone, yeah. not and just uh, given, people, but also the experts. A lot of chance, a chance. I think uh, instead of him, Sanjay yeah. Samson could have got uh, that opportunity because what I feel he's he's more of a mm-hmm. mature batsman than um, Rishabh Pant. No doubt, Rishabh Pant is a very talented batsman, yeah. but but still, I think talking yeah. about the kind of maturity, I think Sanjay Samson Samson should, uh, can show you know more. Majority than uh, Rishabh Pant. That's what I think. Yeah, I would actually like to agree with Rahil and also point out that this IPL has given us a lot of young talent for India, and I think it's going to be really tough for all the selectors um, next no, year. The, the, the thing is, we have a very tough. Of, see, the thing is, we have a lot of talent, but the thing, uh, the main thing is that right now for Team India, we need a number six batsman, but. Are talented batsmen the only batted? Exactly. Uh, you know, either they are openers. Or exactly. All all the youngsters are you, great openers. Yeah, and uh, what what I feel is someone like Shivam Dubey should be you know their bowling should improve. Your actually we need a player like Shivam. Correct. You know someone like uh, Marcus Toynis or Mitchell Mas, an all rounder like Hardik Pandya who can bat um, as well as he can yeah. he can ball. Because Bhuvneshwar Kumar, I remember he was yeah. he was chosen in the Indian side as an all-rounder. Yeah, exactly. India mm-hmm. is still looking for their Pollard. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying Pollard, but some, someone like Mitchell Marsh, someone like Shane Watson, we haven't been um, getting all-rounders in India. We, uh, the only all-rounders we are getting is someone like Vijay Shankar. And they have, they are good batsmen, but the thing is they are balling, you know, man, it's, 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 not, it's not good. Not, can't not, rely. I can't rely. Yeah. So I mean, I want to ask the same questions to Weldon and uh, Vaden as well, Anson and Ra- uh, Raj as well. What young batsmen do you all see who can make it? Who can secure a, a safe future for India? Yeah. Talking about batsmen right now, I feel Devdak Padikal has really impressed all of us more because he has continued the form what he ended at the Syed Mushtaqali Trophy. Yeah. And he's living up to his expectations. So I'm looking forward to seeing more of Devdak Padikal. Yeah. Any bowlers in preference? Talking about bowlers, uh, Karthik Tyagi was yeah. pretty good. It's pretty good, but he's just played, that he has played. Uh, two matches, right? I think we should give him some more time. I want to, I want to talk about Karthik. Yes, uh, yes. Karthik he needs time Tyagi. to establish uh, yeah. himself. About Karthik yeah. Tyagi, he can be yeah. a very good uh, T20 bowler. It's just that he, you know, he can more hmm. experience. Uh, I think... He balls amazing walker. Yeah, yeah. And he's right. got really good and pace too. Another baller too. I, I want to mention is Natarajan. Right. Um, he balls like Mr. Fizzle. Mm, Left-hander, yeah, 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 important. And uh, I think, talking about Indian uh, Indian left-hand bowling, uh, we don't have much left-hand bowling options. We, only the, the options we had was mm. uh, Brenda Saran and Khalil Ahmed, I think. Khalil. But um, what I feel is Natarajan is very good. Especially in T20. Yeah, Natarajan actually, he reminds yes, he me of Bhuvneshwar Kumar because of the discipline, you know, the bowling, those yeah, yorkers yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think for T20 format, we need more of yeah. Mr. Fisher. Yeah. Someone like Karthik And not to forget Ravi yeah, yeah, Vishnoi, yeah, of course. Yeah. I think, I think Ravi Vishnoi has more better skills than uh, Yuzvendra Chahal. What do you think? Actually, Yuzvendra Chahal... He may not have the skill, you know, for a for a spinner, but he has the brain. He thinks yeah. really well, and he gets those yeah. wickets. That's how he gets those wickets, actually, with his brain, yeah. not much with his skills. No, no. If you talk about the pace, also, yeah, I, think, I think uh, Bishna has much more pace than hmm. uh, Yuzvendra Chahar. Yuzvendra Chahar usually flights the ball, but this guy is yeah. like Rashid Khan. He, he flights the ball. He he balls fast, and I think he balls over yeah, India. Yeah, I think right. he can be really good. I think. The Indians should look out for him and, you know, kind of polish him a lot. I mean, mm. should practice a lot. He'll yeah. be a very good bowler. Yeah. I think he has that, you know, flight kind yeah, of a ball. Yeah. Uh, he balls quick as well, but I think even in test matches, uh, Bishnoi can be a very yeah, helpful yeah. hand in India, in, in the subcontinent. Another, another youngster I was expecting a lot was uh, Yashashvi Jaiswal, but he has disappointed in this three. Jaiswal yeah, is not performing at all. Uh, mm. Yeah. yeah, and I think for Rajasthan Royal, I don't know why Steven Smith is opening the batting. Today he didn't open, but I, I didn't understand why yeah. why did he open. And sending Robin Uttappa down the order. They didn't give... I, I didn't understand that. Correct. They didn't give Jaiswal the proper chances. Like, they dropped him and then took him again and dropped him again. Should, that's, and that's I think he's worth the giving the chances. I think... Uh, because if you... He's they worth. can be reliant on their middle order. They have Samson. They have uh, people like... Yeah. I mean, Ben Stokes is coming. I think he's uh, he'll be there uh, in the next yeah. uh, next match, I guess, probably. So I think once they have yeah. Ben Stokes, I think they can give uh, Yashashu Jaiswal chance. I think he's a very good batsman, very solid batsman. 
Yeah, and he's a technical player yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. He's a great technique. And if, yeah, and if as you an watch opener. to see uh, Yashasvi Jaiswal and uh, Josh Butler, you know, Josh Butler, someone who can get going from the very start and Yashasvi Jaiswal can, you know, yeah. take time to settle down. Plus, you know, play his in it. So, yeah. yeah, I think it's a very good play. Yeah, one can be an yeah, aggressor and one yeah, can, you know, yeah, play the long exactly. innings. But, in this. but uh, these three yeah. matches, he has been very disappointing. I have to say that. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you very much, everyone. Uh, this has been a good podcast and we're a good start to the to our very first podcast and uh, we'll be having uh, more podcasts like this uh, maybe once every week and an overview about each week, uh, maybe even uh, on Sunday uh, or after the RCB versus uh, CSK, the rival, uh, after the rival match. So it's been a good uh, first podcast and thanks a lot, everyone, for joining us and being with us.